Welcome to Sharing My Truth with Mel and Susie, the uncensored version, where we bear it all. We do. <laughs> Hello, hello. Welcome back, everyone, to Sharing My Truth Pod. It's Susie. I'm here with Mel. And this is your friendly, cute reminder to review and rate this little podcast. Give us a little five-star review. Make us feel loved and appreciated because we love you guys. And don't forget to follow us on Sharing My Truth Pod at everywhere you see social media. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hello, babes. Hello, darling. How are you? I'm fine. You're just fine. Oh, yeah. Do I, I normally say fabulous, don't I? Yes. Where the fuck is the fabulous? Fabulous. Oh, my God. I know. Oh, Sounds like Mary Poppins. Oh, fabulous, darling. Mm-hmm. Just bring it out to your purse. Just, you know how Mary oh, Poppins right. has her ginormous purse full <laughs> of everything, do. and you yeah. just keep Chablis in yours. I, Chablis? No. No, a sancerre. sancerre. Oh, darling. sorry. Love. Sorry. <laughs> I don't really like a Chablis, yes. A few glasses, a bit of merry. If you see oh, comes out of the purse. If you see Mel in Yorkville, you know what to get her. Yeah. A nice bottle of sancerre. Yeah, I like sancerre. Like a bit of sancerre. Oh, yeah, she sancerre. does. Yes. Anyway. Well, we should probably wine. start getting drunk for this fucking episode, because she's a little bit of a heavier one. Don't yeah. carry you know it is it's it it's not a fun one as we said it's not always sexy it's usually sexy though and this is not so sexy divorce can be kind of sexy though can it for sure i mean if you're the one who the main character is having the affair with the naughty one if you're the naughty one it's kind of sexy until you get caught and then you get the divorce and then it's not you so know funny. it's a whole fucking thing absolutely but so that's right. We're talking about divorce today. Mm-hmm. And um, we are. yes. Um, and Mel is the child of divorced parents, and myself, who is a child of a divorced lawyer. Yeah. Um, you know, it's uh it's a very it's probably a very interesting perspective that you have and myself has because my parents are still together. Mm-hmm. But like maybe they should have got a divorce, you know. But I think <laughs> because my mom was such a divorced lawyer, right? That like why the she would she just probably wouldn't have done that. Like, how long will they be married? Oh God, you're asking me questions. Well, the, obviously, my brother's thirty one. Thirty one. Thirty one. I think that's so embarrassing. Thirty one, and um. So like over thirty years, right? That's so good. So yeah, good divorce it's fuck really fucking yeah. good. Like to like have lasted that long with someone, but like after that, after so long, what are you gonna fucking get a divorce at like fifty, sixty? It's insane to me. People like do. unless you really cannot stand this person or they're abusive or something like that. Like if they're just like, Nyeh, then like I don't know. Are you really gonna divorce? Yeah, I mean, I think there are key points. 60, I think key of... points where things happen for sort of specific reasons. Like yeah. you can sort of shuffle along, if you like, in your marriage for a long time, mm-hmm. especially if you have kids. And so I think a lot of people might get divorced around the sort of 25-year mark because maybe kids are leaving the nest and going to university or leaving home or whatever they're doing. Um, and so let's say you you didn't get married because you just had a baby so i think once kids leave the the sort of the sort of um what's the word like the barrier or the the thing between you 
and your partner, like mm-hmm. your kids, if that goes like, and then you're like, oh shit, I've got to talk to you the yeah, whole time. Yeah, I have nothing in common with you actually. Yeah. This sucks. And I think that can happen a lot because right. you can get very, very busy. When Obviously when children are little, it's very, very demanding. And so that's a different thing. But as they get older, as you've seen with my kids in my house, like they are demanding even though they're teenagers. Yeah. And one of them doesn't live here anymore. But there's always something. And I think... Um, you you can sort of distract yourself from your relationship by putting all your energy into them, basically. Yeah, of course. And then when that distraction has gone, when that distraction has really gone, yeah. then um, you're really faced with the other person and then it can be like, oh shit, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. So you can spend an awful lot of time kind of avoiding the issue if you like if you like and if you don't actually really hate that person yeah you're just like i don't really want to spend my time with you there's sort of two different things aren't they because it's a bit like i think you can be a lot of people are not happy but not unhappy they're sort of okay yeah but i think you can get to a certain age you think well, what's the fu- what's the fucking point i like i really should be happy right but a lot of people just shuffle along i mean in my my family I have so much divorce, it's insane. That's so interesting. I'm one of the few. There's me and I think one other cousin of mine that has had one marriage and everyone else has had two, three, sometimes four. Even my grandparents, they didn't actually divorce because you didn't, but my grandfather had an affair. Yeah. Well, not an affair, he had a a mistress that he kept in another house. Wow. It's charming, isn't it? But my grandmother was delighted because she couldn't stand him. Wow. So he went and lived in the house with the mistress oh and his mistress died and then he came back. She was furious. No. Yeah, that's a true story. That's actually what happened. She's actually <laughs> furious. And she's like, oh God, you're back again. She couldn't stand him. But they didn't get vo- divorced because of convention. Right. I have like very little divorce in my family. Mm-hmm. Besides my dad got married really young mm-hmm. to his first wife. And then right. he met my mom later. Right. So like he had a first wife, had a kid my half sister and then yeah got married then, again yeah which yeah. is like kind of crazy to even think about that he had a whole entire life before me yeah know? it is strange isn't it <laughs> you know just when you really think about it but yeah it's it's um yeah it's i just don't have a lot of divorce i have like many all of my cousins are together it's um i mean yeah it's just a it's weird it's very it interesting is weird. i mean my husband's the same like all everyone's married yeah i but i think it does really affect you it f- affected the way i thought about relationships yeah so my husband was very like no that's what you do you get married and you have children and i want to be married and he wanted to be married i mean not perhaps specifically when we got i mean we got married quite young but right i was like very like no you that this isn't going to work you have to live together i was very skeptical my parents lived together i mean my parents lived together for I think like four or five years. My dad pursued my mum, then they were married for 16 years, and they still managed to get divorced. You're like, really? Wow. Like, how have you not figured this out? Yeah. I'm in like my, I'm so afraid of getting a divorce. Like, I think that's my biggest thing. And like, watching my mother, who was the divorce lawyer, she, you know, and I was like, I worked as her secretary for like a year. Yeah. Um, And it was, like these people that come in and she took all the whole most horrible cases as well. Like, <laughs> you know, she just she just wanted to help people and like the people who needed help the most are the ones who have so many money issues and all of this mm. other stuff. And yeah, it's just it's a really sc- divorce is such a scary thing to me that like literally you have so many assets with this person. Like you're literally about to like have such a hard life for the next like five 
or so years yeah. till this divorce finalizes and like spend so much money on a lawyer and like you know there's just there's so many things you have to do and like it obviously and there's if there's kids involved yeah. it's like a whole other issue with child support Oh, yeah. I mean, it's awful. And anybody who sort of trivializes it, like you haven't lived through it. And, oh, my God, it's you know, horrible. Even though I'm obviously, you know, um, not young. But um, I, I do remember very clearly being the yeah. child and how it affected my life. And even then, you know, going on and having relationships. But the flip side is that if you, if I hadn't kind of met somebody who was like, no, 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 don't think like that. You know, right. like there is light at the end of the tunnel just because your parents are what doesn't mean you're going to live like that. Like yeah. I wouldn't have had a happy life, so I would have missed out. So so it really, you got to think about it that way just because, yes, it is a thing. Yes, because lots of people just get divorced or maybe you come from a, a situation where your parents or, or many people were divorced or whatever. If you don't try, you're not going to have happiness. Yeah. So is it worth not having happiness to um, be safe, if you see what I mean. Well, I think a lot of people also don't realize, like a lot of younger people, is that when you have a common law relationship, so like my boyfriend yeah. and I are common law, technically. Yes. When you have a common law relationship, you um, you can also still get a divorce because yes, you have assets in your life and you, have a, a, you share a lot of, of things course. for the most part. And some people are common law, but you also have a child, right? Yeah. Like you're not married. Of course. There's just, there's things that are still in your life that you have possibly will still have to get a divorce. Yeah. Or <laughs> but, some kind of agreement. Yeah. But I and think the, people and don't realize a, that if they're no, not married. They yeah. don't. And there will be a money situation. 100%. Yes. Yeah. And like there, you can still get um, like call for like, what is it called? Like spousal support. Absolutely. Even if you're common law. So Absolutely. like you're not safe. You have no. to have, you know, you can't, like you're saying, like you can't just not have a relationship like you unless. 100%. You're, I mean, you're it's just so right. complicated. And, and, you know, I've sort of seen myself from my personal point of view lots of different different situations where either people have got prenups or they haven't got prenups yes. and then it's blown up and something or it hasn't blown up and you know is it right to do that is it wrong to do that or i've seen situations where one partner comes from a very wealthy family and the other partner doesn't so you know what does that mean and, yeah you know so on and so forth and then when things blow up and they go so spectacularly wrong and the problem with divorce is that it obviously depends why you got to that did you get to that because you just you know sort of fell out of love and i, I do have friends who, who've managed to do it amicably they just right. wanted to have something yeah, else of course but the chances are nine times out of ten that's not what happens because obviously life isn't that easy and that no. organized what happens is you meet somebody they you know trigger your buttons they and um you obviously are pulled by lust, yes, and not by sense. And then the whole thing happens, and that's what happens in life. Yeah. And then the mess unfurls. And then, of course, you are hurting your partner. And your partner, the only way they can really, really get back at you is to make the divorce as probably financially yes. and ar painful and the whole thing as arduous as possible. And that's what happened. That's what happened to my parents. My mum, my dad cheated, well, many times, but he cheated with this one woman who's now my stepmother. And um, my mum just wanted to punish him. Mm -hmm. So it took them 10 years to get divorced. And it was horrendous. Yeah. And, um, you know, in court, and my mum lost out, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds, many thousands of pounds, for, for from just being, you know, just sorted out, just, you know, he's gone. It just, just 
But hurt people hurt people. Of course they do. And there's no it's and so there's sad. no sense. And unfortunately, my mom didn't have anybody in her life to say, look, the best thing you can do for yourself is get out of this with as much money as yes. you can, start a new life. And if she had done that and she hadn't wasted 10 years, she would, A, financially be in a much better situation, mentally she'd be in a better situation and just gone on with her life. The problem is also that divorce is historically statistically currently whatever always worse for women than it is for men mm -hmm. generally because not and i don't mean that necessarily financially like i do have friends who've had who've got divorced and they have very good jobs and the husbands have very good jobs and um so you know in theory it can be all be fine but just generally obviously men can go on and get married women do but it's just it's harder because unfortunately if you've had kids you know you have a lot more like personal responsibilities yeah, and like, your pool is is smaller and you're mo yeah exactly and you're men. not and you're just you're not making you're most likely not making as much money as men Probably or your not. husband are your ex-husband yeah. is like it's just it's a whole thing so ladies let's try to either get a prenup Mm -hmm. Get something signed because it can be it can work in your favor too. Of course, yeah. obviously, and it's gonna make the whole. If you do choose to get divorced, then it's gonna be a, just a bit of a better plan in that way, and you know exactly what's gonna happen, and you're protecting yourself just like your partner's protecting themselves For as sure. well. I mean, I think I mean prenups can be, but then they're not. Um, they don't work in every country and every jurisdiction. It's a very right. kind of North American idea. And so that's another thing. It doesn't necessarily work. Well, um, I mean, if you can get a prenup in your country or whatever the hell is going on, make sure you get a good lawyer who you trust as well. I have also heard of like really horrible stories of like not having a good lawyer for your divorce. Yeah. and. You're just getting taken advantage of so much more and you're still spending so much money on this lawyer who's not, doesn't have maybe your best interests in mind. No. Like it's really horrible. And then, yeah, just be safe. Just be safe about it. I mean, I think I would get a prenup. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it depends who you're marrying. Did you, did you get a prenup? No. I don't have a prenup. You don't have a prenup. I don't have a prenup. Because like, I mean, because a lot of your, not saying that you guys would ever get divorced. You guys are like the dream couple of dream couples. Dream couple. But um, I mean, you guys share so many assets, right? Yeah, and we married when we were very young and yeah. we had nothing. Right. So m most of everything that we have, we've built together. Yeah. Um. Well, completely together. It, it wasn't, you know, we both, yeah, we were very young with not very much. I don't think it was as popular as, like, no, and certainly, back then. Certainly oh. in the UK, I don't know anybody who, wow, had, yeah. unless they, the only people I know who had prenups, and the only people I know here or in the States, I hear as in Canada, are people who one party comes from a very wealthy family. Right. And that family wants to protect um, their assets. Yeah, which is fair enough. I yeah. mean, I, I get that. And, and in actually in that situation, if you have a prenup and you've married somebody from an extraordinary wealthy family and you have an agreement that we get divorced and I get this, it's at, and it's very generous and it's fair and so on and so forth. And often a lot of these are according to how many years you're married. Yes. Then it's probably the best way because then everyone's protected. You yes. know that if you leave, you you have you're you're protected. The, the the other partner knows they're protected. It's probably a good idea and it's clean and so yeah. on. The only thing I would say about this whole thing about lawyers and and this is sort of a, a kind of a North American thing, obviously very American, is the and I'm I say this being married to a lawyer. Mm -hmm. Um, is that the minute you mention the word lawyer, and mm -hmm. it doesn't matter in what whether that's in a business context, if you had a disagreement with somebody and you can't resolve it by 
discussing it or, or, or whatever, and then you go to the legal. The minute you say legal in any context in your life, it's kind of um, you've gone down a different road. Right. And it, it's harsh. It's, it's a hard reality. So I think a lot of people don't want to do it for that. But I mean, the, the important thing I would say is, you know, I think you, you as a woman, you have to think very hard about protecting yourself and for example if you've not worked and you've in the marriage or you don't work because you have children or you don't work and your partner works and so you you do have to be a little bit sensible and think about these things I don't think most people don't because Mm -hmm. that's you're in this for love you're not in this it's not a business transaction but it kind of it's not business but you're still signing a a a contract with someone yeah for your literal entire life like It's crazy to me as someone who, I mean, I'm just, maybe I'm just not as a romantic person as a lot of people are who want to get married. Like, you know, I want to get married, but it's not like this all be all end all thing for mm. myself. But it's just, you have to be fucking smart about it still. Like people who marry someone like within a week of knowing them, like. That's mad. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, uh, and obviously like these amazing romantic stories happen where mm. you you meet this person, you're there with them for their entire life, like yeah. after that. But fuck, you don't fucking know this person. No, and you're, I agree. You're giving your I life agree. to them? Like, I mean, it's crazy. To, yeah, I agree with that. You have to be very, very careful. I mean, I knew my husband for how long? Uh, well, I suppose it does sound quite short. I think three years mm-hmm. we got married. That's, three years. That's a pretty good time. And I then think. we were actually engaged for and we did this on purpose for probably like a year mm-hmm. or a bit more because we we weren't in a rush we were young and um it just there was no like rush to do mm. it but i think yeah to to get married and why are you getting married i mean yes. i i also firmly believe i'm de- i firmly believe you have to live together you have to live with a person agree. before and I did. You have to live with somebody before you marry them. You have to know if the really small things are going to irritate the shit out of you. Yes. And if you do not live with that person and you're just sort of having the, you know, nice rumpy pumpy stuff. Yes, exactly. And then you leave or you just spend the weekend together. You have no idea how they live. Exactly. And you don't see the kind of the the side well you know if you spend sort of little bits of time with somebody you are acting a little bit in a sense and if you don't live with them you don't see the whole thing do mm-hmm. you you don't see the bits like oh well that's that's not very um... yeah they don't actually clean their bathroom as much they only clean it when you come over right. and so exactly. like now it's like <laughs> exactly oh they don't actually like eat how you think they because you're always going out like it's exactly you literally learn so much about yeah. someone because right. that you live with them so yeah hundred percent it's crazy so yeah just everyone. Uh, be safe, be smart, be sexy. It's it is romantic obviously. You're spending your life with this person, but just just take care of you first. Yeah. You I know. think it's about balance. Look, yeah. you don't want to marry somebody with the fear like for example with the fear, with the fear that you're going to get divorced. Yeah. My my mum has a brother and he's never married because both his sisters got divorced. So my aunt's been divorced like twice, my mum once. And he's like so scared of like divorce. Yeah. Wow. That he's just like, no, it's not for me. And he's got quite a lot of money and he's like, I don't want to get into that. And you're like, well, yeah, but that's, that's, that's kind of, that can't dictate your life, can it? So you have to find some kind of balance. I mean, obviously that's his personal choice and lots of people think that way. Yeah. And fair enough. I understand that. And, and then there is the issue if you haven't met the person. Yeah. 
then of course, don't just marry anybody for the sake of marrying them. That would be my big piece of advice. People, I see people marrying, like it's, I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm just in a weird age where like everyone is either getting married or they're still single or they've like yeah. myself, I've been in a relationship for seven goddamn years and then just, yeah. just haven't done that yet. Like yeah. it's just like, ugh, it's a lot. So, um, but like so many people I know are literally just getting married and I'm like, this is crazy. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I, just... I remember going through that, like in your sort of, like your kind of age, anywhere between twenty six and sort of thirty. Everyone yeah. was getting married. We went to all these, all these weddings, and then you sort of get if if you've got married, then then you sort of hit thirty something, mm-hmm. and then everyone, and then the first divorces happened. Right. So we 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 went through a few, and then you sort of go to a party or something. You hadn't seen something. Yes. You're like, oh, they're divorced. Do you mean they're divorced? They got married five minutes ago. But it's not crazy. Like, and you know, it's bad. It's like you can like see, you can kind of tell who's gonna actually oh, last and who is like most likely gonna get a fucking divorce. I have been and to so many. Got to do that. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, it's fine. I've been to so many weddings, many, many, many weddings, and you can yeah, you can always tell. And all the people. People who are now divorced, I said, they're not going to make it. They're not. They're they're going to get divorced. It's true, and they got divorced. It is true. You can always kind of tell, and it's always just... the same thing. It's yeah. always the same thing. It's that yeah. It's not that they don't love each other. No. It's that their life view and their goals and their values are not aligned. They don't fundamentally want the same thing, and I don't mean like exactly the same thing. Like no. You know, um, I want to have a red car, but he wants a blue car. Or I want a big house and he wants an apartment. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about fundamentally how you want to live. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, are you somebody who's materialistic and the husband is materialistic or the other way around? Like you fundamentally are quite at odds in your goals and how you want to live. It's a problem. Yeah. It's a real problem. And I, yeah, I mean, we've seen so many and then, um, and then it's hard for children. It's very hard right. for kids to to kind of get over but i mean there's so much divorce i don't know what the answer is although i would say from a female point of view and this will probably lead into what we're talking about next is you really have to be a bit smart and don't put up with shit yes don't put up with somebody saying horrible shit to you controlling your life not letting you see your friends whatever it is and if this is happening early on it's not going to get any better. Yeah. And don't think that you are going to be able, and I'm talking here in the context of a man and a woman, if you think you're going to change this man, you are delusional. Yes. I'm sorry, that's harsh, but it's true. No, it's true. You are delusional. He may evolve. He's not going to change. Neither are you, really. You'll sort of evolve. You're not going to fundamentally change. Yeah. But if they're trying to control your life, or I've seen this quite a few times with my friends where the husband doesn't doesn't like the woman going out, like she goes to a girl, and I'm like... What? And if that is happening right at the beginning, and we're talking going out with your girlfriends, going out for a night out, we're not talking going out and bonking everyone in the bar, right? Totally. We're talking going to have a nice dinner, have a few drinks, get a have a get a bit jolly. I mean, what's wrong with that? Yeah. And if that is a problem right at the beginning, it's never getting any better. Exactly. Or you know, if if you and the amount of times I've seen this in couples, um, the husband particularly not liking what the woman spends. Even though the woman works, it's like mm-hmm. fuck off. It's not your I money. mean, unless 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 you're doing really really stupid things, but I'm talking like you know, clothes, like you know, non non important things. Yeah. Like if you're, if you're thousands and thousands of dollars in debt, that's a totally different thing. Or you do stupid stuff when you've agreed we're going to buy this with our 
mutual income or yeah. however you set your thing up. That's different. But I'm talking why you care if your wife's had a haircut or um, gone for a spray tan or bought a pair of $200 de- jeans. Like, keep your nose out. You yes. Know? It's, it's just, just, but anyway, if you see all of these things early on, I think I think you can kind of tell where it's going. And I also think, like, obviously we're talking, you know, it is for women 100% because I think it can really eat into our, like, self-esteem mm-hmm. a lot of the time. And we don't really see it until we're out of it. And then we're like, wow, that was completely toxic. Yeah. And I can't yeah, believe I sure. endured all that. But it's also the same for, like, men. And, like, I've seen, you know, women, I hate the word crazy, but, like, go just, like, kind of just just women being mean oh, like 100%. that's all the that's the only way to describe yeah. it it's like women just like 100%. literally just being bitches. horrible yeah. bitches too <laughs> i hate that word too and i know you do too yeah. but like to you know their man and it's like guys like you don't have to put that with that either no. like yeah. not all women are gonna get like this you're gonna find someone else who can love you for what you're doing unless you that, are yeah. fucking a dick but like yeah. you know there's there's a special case like special sometimes i 100 agree yeah nobody at the end of the day um you know like the l'oreal ad you are worth it yes love you are a man or a woman you don't have to take and you should not be accepting any kind of behavior any kind of or in a situation where you believe and i'm not talking about seriously bad behavior i'm talking about any kind of behavior where you feel they're not treating you the way you want to be treated right or kind of you know, being well, quite frankly, a bit of a dick, and I mean, female exactly. or male, exactly. That's don't be a dick, don't be a bitch. Exactly. That's the golden goddamn rule. It is, isn't it? It is. It is, Susie. And now we're gonna get into some people who um, we asked some of our audience if they had any of divorce stories or relationship yeah. stories, and um, kind of red flags that a lot of these uh, these are women who mm-hmm. uh, wrote back, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's very very interesting as to like maybe maybe you guys are gonna hear some red flags that you are experiencing yeah. and being like maybe I should dig a little deeper into that feeling. Yeah, hundred percent. Um. Okay, so let's st- start with this one. The honeymoon stage was bliss. Then I started to play second fiddle to his work and social life. He began to neglect me and call me needy. I kept telling myself it was temporary. I told myself that for 10 years and when we finally got engaged, I thought marriage would solve everything. We were divorced within two years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, marriage never solves anything. Anything. It's, it makes things probably fucking worse. Oh, 100%. I mean, you know, marriage is, is, when it's good, it's good. When it's bad, it's bad. Yeah. And anybody who tells you in their marriage that it's all been amazing yeah. the whole time is a liar. Um, it's just bullshit. Um, because everyone has ups and downs in their life, and of course they do in marriage. And you gotta, you gotta stick at it and work at it, and and so on. You know, but yeah, I do understand. Like from her point of view, I, I do understand this. Like you, you've been with somebody, you've invested all this time. What are you supposed to do? Just yeah. walk away. And then there is the the fear of like, if I walk away, then then what? Right. And I I do think a lot of women feel that. And I, I can't really sit here from my, you know, vantage point. I got married when I was 28 and I met my husband when I was 24, 25 and I'm 50 and I've been with the same man. Yeah. I, so it's very easy for me to say, oh, you know, you, you should just walk away. But 
that is incre- an incredibly difficult thing to do. It's also very difficult to do if you have those moments where it works mm-hmm. and the bits that work are really great. So you think to yourself, well, you know, d- d- do I just put up with the this for the that? And the answer is that nobody's 100%, but the bits that are bad should not be so bad yeah. that you're unhappy. So what I'm saying is nobody's perfect, but the good bits should be great and the bits that are not so great, let's put it that way, should not actually be bad. Yeah. And... Uh, but I do understand she's with this person. They have their life. You're also working. You're probably both working. You're busy. And you're thinking to yourself, oh, my God, I've got to, like, leave this person who I do actually love and I do have good times with for the bad, unravel everything, probably move, yada, yeah. yada, yada. How do I do that? And I think that most people, you'd stay. But the answer is marriage will not solve this. And she is very lucky if that's what she's telling us that they only were married for two years. They were Mm. still relatively young and they didn't have any kids. Yes, exactly. So that is very lucky. But yeah, marriage is not going to solve anything. It's a bit like, you know, some people, they're in a relationship and it's not very good and they think, oh, let's have a baby. And you're like, if you want to really fuck it up and like really (laughs) add some pressure, have a baby. Yeah. You know, where you don't sleep, then you start hating each other. You're never going to have sex. You never, exactly. And you love this, don't get me wrong, I love my children. I I loved my babies, but it's hard. So if you You are not, if you are not in a good place, you can't do something that's even more difficult, which, you know, having a baby, having a marriage, because marriage does mean lots of things. Yeah. It means that you are committed. It's, it's, you know, it's, it is harder. You've got to really work at this. And yeah. I mean, I just hate but that. But I do understand why that happens. Obviously. Yeah. I just, I just hate when he, like, I understand like the problem with needy people. I like, hate that. Why would he say to her she's needy? But that's, that's so mean. But here's the thing. It's obviously like, I hate someone, someone, if your partner is telling you you're needy, obviously marriage is not going to fix this. Part. No, I mean that would be um, like, that would have been that would have been it for me. I'm yeah, see ya. But it's the thing is that like I've dealt with needy men, mm-hmm. and it's the same with needy women. It's like you've defined yourself things that will make you happy. You know of what course. I mean? Like, yeah. Obviously, there's this is there's there's two sides to every story. It's like maybe she was fucking needy. You know what I mean? But there's maybe. there's men who will appreciate that 100%. and want then this He's man the, obviously 100%. he needs a less involved woman or like yeah. putting so much pressure maybe on the relationship 100 he, yeah. he's the wrong kind of man exactly and if you are saying that to anybody and you if somebody's saying that to you and you're hearing that it, he, he is not the right man for you yeah. if you need a lot of support and maybe because you've been through something in your life or whatever it is, exactly. you have to find the person who's willing to give that to you and you give whatever it is to that person. Yeah. 100%, that's a huge red flag. The fact that he was spending more time with the other bits in his life, you know, his social life or whatever, and she's not there, massive, massive red flag. Yeah. I do, you know, I, I again, like if I think about my point of view, my husband and I, we've always like, we have social life. So we have social life together and then we have our friends and yeah, we go and course. do our thing. But we've never kind of, it's never been intrusive. So if like, if I wanted to go out for dinner with a friend, I, I don't, 
I look at the, I sort of think, oh, we haven't got anything. I, I don't really, we don't consult each other really. Yeah. We just go out for dinner. Whereas I know friends where if he goes out for dinner and spends whatever he spends, then she's like, well, I have to go out for dinner. And I'm just like, what the hell does that, what's that all about? And so if you're in, or he's always, or I also have a lot of friends where the man is always going out. Yeah. Like on a Friday, Saturday night, goes out, gets rip roaring drunk. She, the woman, is never part of that. Yeah. So they almost don't have a social life. It's a it's a problem. I yeah. mean, uh, but I... Especially if there's kids and then he's going out drinking all the time and then she's staying at home with right. the kids. And yeah. You know, from my point of view, and I realize it is a very kind of, I'm sitting on my little perch point of view, is that I would not tolerate that. I wouldn't be married to a man like that. My husband isn't like that. He's certainly, I'm not perfect. He's not yeah. perfect. But I wouldn't have married a man like that. But I know that's very, very easy for me to say that. Yeah. Because... It's not easy to find the right person, as I've said many times. Yeah. So, but all the only advice I would give, and she's already done it, but if you are in a situation where you are seeing these kind of flags, that it's not what you want for your life, and you're early on, you've got to you've got to really think whether you're with the right person. Yeah. And they're giving you what you need, and you're giving them what they need, which yeah. is the point of a relationship. Exactly. Is teamwork. Thank you, love. There we go. All right. Well, our next one. Um, is kind of on the same, 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 but different. And also things that you were talking about. Um, so we moved in after a few months and 10 months in we married. And this was shortly after I was 18. Oh God. So young bride. Yes. <laughs> um, and he's 26. Mm -hmm. So a little bit older. Age sometimes doesn't matter. No. But. Always. Um, so soon after I started to notice the first signs of trouble, he wasn't keen on me spending time with my friends or family. When my brother in New York invited me to visit, even offering to pay my flight as a birthday present, he told me he didn't want me to go. He was even funny about girls nights out when I arranged one of my friends in London, Ontario, I believe. Mm. Uh, he, he insisted on waiting at the hotel and spending the night with me. Eventually, I started to mm. feel resentful towards him and his controlling behavior. One time I told him I was applying for a promotion at work and his response was that I was delusional. I got the job in the end and I ditched the man. Good for her. <laughs> yeah. Good for her. Wow. And like, to divorce so young, mm. like, that's traumatic. Very traumatic. And you're going to have all these kind of uh, predisposed ideas about the way, you know, relationships work. I mean, obviously, I'd be, I have an 18-year-old daughter. I'd be bloody yeah. terrified if she came home and said, I want to get married. <sighs> but there's not really much you can do. No. If that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do. Obviously, you know, you'd... It depends who the 18-year-old is. Some can be very mature. Some can be very immature. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you know, I would ask the question, why does a 27-year-old man want to be with an 18-year-old girl? Yeah, well, it just, it's it's hard because, you know, men do... Like younger women. but Like but, younger but, women, but they also, they're... Um, but you're in your 20s. You don't, it's not like yeah. he's 50 and he's looking for a 30-year-old. If you're 27 and you're going out with a 22 year old I mean they look amazing or 25 year old I mean it's not that sort of physical thing yeah. is it it's but 
very hard for her if she's that young and this is you know these store this kind of story is as old as time right that a woman's sort of swept up in the whole thing you you don't know what her background is if she had wanted somebody to love her blah 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 it it, it, it she's a human being that's why it happens yeah. and somebody shows you attention and then you know often men or women you get into the relationship and then you're so sort of it's in too far and then they start to show their real colors yeah in terms of and sometimes it can be horrible and it can be violence or whatever it is and then it's very easy people will say oh just leave well and go where you know it's very easy to say that but what is that person meant to do it also takes an enormous amount of strength yeah to try and get up and say okay this is going to be the hardest thing i'm ever going to do but i'm going to do it yeah and that's is very easy for somebody to say, but I mean, I'm very glad that she got her life together and went on and, and you know, found her self-worth. But well, yeah. I, yeah, I think it's, that's the biggest thing when when one of the person, one of the people in a relationship is jealous mm. of the other person yeah, and they're having self-esteem or something issues yeah. and they're putting it on the other person. Like, they, yes. because I'm not having fun, you're not going to have fun yes. either. And like, that's a huge problem. And I've seen that in some of my friends' relationships. Mm. And it's it's so horrible to see because it's like, as, as their friend, what the fuck are you going to say? You know, like, it's so hard to not be on your friend's side. But gosh, like, you just, you can't, you have to be that person's partner. You can't just be their, you know. If, if no one's having fun in the relationship, what's the point of this relationship? One hundred percent. And it's just like, and it's also this idea, like I was saying to you, like, well, you went out. Well, I went out. Like, yeah, why? Exactly. Like, why? Why can't you be happy for that the other person the other is person? having fun? You yeah. don't. It's not like a little scoreboard, you know. Oh well, I I had um, dinner this week, so you have to have dinner that. I mean, it's ridiculous. Or yeah. I went out with my friends, so you go out with your friends. If you're just generically doing it, then yeah. there'll be no unhappiness. And I. I personally, I you know, jealousy is a big problem. I know lots of people who've had issues with that. And it can stem from lots of different things. Like perhaps you've had a, a bad relationship or you come from yes. a family where there have been issues and, and you're very insecure. And divorced parents. Exactly, divorced, <laughs> a lot of things. Yeah. You can also, I think, be innately jealous. I'm not sort of personally not an innately jealous kind of person. Yeah, me, I, me So I never think about it. Yeah. I never even think about it. I... I do what I do and he does what he does and we do our thing together and, and that's sort of the end of that. But I mean, I, it's it, tough. It does feel like, it, like it's, it's, it's a proven fact that men are healthier when they hang out with their man friends yeah. and women are also healthier when we hang out, when we have a community yes. of women. Like, and you have to let that person, it's not like they're hanging, like, let's say like, you know, you have a girlfriend and she's kind of like one of the guys. It's not like, you know, that could, that might be hard as a guy mm. if you're a jealous, jealous man watching that and her mm. having a lot of fun with other guys. But like to not let her hang out with her girlfriends, that's a whole other thing. Like she needs that support group because women give other women something that men can't give us. I totally agree. Always. And what are you worried about? What are you worried about? What the fuck happen? are you worried about? And if you're fundamentally worried, yes. then there's your problem. Exactly. You, you know, you've got other, you've got bigger fish to fry, you've got bigger issues. hundred percent. And I also think that you don't also have to have exactly the same interests. Like in my case, my husband like really likes sport and he likes going to watch soccer and he I will say football, but I have to say football. soccer for us. Yes. 
American <laughs> Canadian friends. But and he likes watch he likes watching every sport, baseball, soccer, uh hockey, ice hockey. And I have I mean, zero interest is the understatement of the century. I mean, so I really funny. just You're there for the drinks. Yeah, and I can't even You're make there for it the gin and tonic. Through the whole thing. Yeah. And and then and I say to him, if it's gonna take you more than twenty seconds to explain the rule, I will live in blissful ignorance. <laughs> I don't want to know. But so what I'm saying is he actually goes with his mates, but they all want to go. So what's the point of me being a miserable yeah. cow sitting next to him, wishing I was doing a million other things yes. other than watching soccer um, or <laughs> ice hockey? So, uh, but, but what's wrong with that? I want, it's much, it's better. And then, you know, I go with my friends and do whatever. And then you, you know, but I don't know. A hundred percent. Here's our last one. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. So the the third story, Susie, is um, somebody who wrote in. Or actually, they left us a message, didn't they? And this, so she said that she her biggest red flag in her marriage came about about two years after her second baby was born, and her husband's starting to started sort of comment. You know, you you need to lose the weight. You've you still got baby weight. And she says, she says to us that she was a busy professional with two children under the age of three. And she just didn't physically have the time, the energy, the capacity. I can't even imagine having the energy. To work out. Exactly. Yeah. And worry about, you know, drinking smoothies. Yeah. And her husband actually said to her, well, your friend, um, and she doesn't obviously say. We'll she doesn't call, say who. We'll call her Jane. We'll call her Jane. She seems, she seems to have time. Why don't you? And then he started making all these derogatory comments about her weight. And she says, she said to us that, you know, that is once a man or a woman, because it could be, could be either, starts making those kind of physical comments about you when you're together as a couple mm-hmm. and like really hardcore hurtful stuff, then really you're going down the wrong road. And especially after you've had a baby for the love of God. You know, it really, it really, I speak from experience, is not your first priority. And it's very, very difficult. And your husband, presumably, is with you because they love you and you have this child together and you want to, and you're not really worried about the fact that you look like a supermodel or not. It's just so horrible. Like, I think... It's nasty. A lot of, a lot of men are kind of in this thought that, you know, you have, you have a baby with a woman and maybe she's young enough to have her like bounce back in in quotations bounce back exactly and like if that doesn't happen fast enough or she's a fucking work she's Mm. working still she has Mm. babies yeah like and you're expecting her to work out as well eat the best she can eat like Mm. it's what are you fucking doing oh i agree who are you (laughs) like that's so crazy to me what are you doing it's absolutely horrible it's 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 horrible and i I can only, from my point of view, speak from experience where I put on weight with babies and my husband never said anything to me, yeah. ever. And told me I lo- he loved me and I was beautiful at any point. Yeah. And the same me with him, he um, put on quite a lot of weight. I never said anything to him. No. It actually, you know, he even says to me today because he lost, as we know, I've said this many times, 65 pounds during COVID, the only Crazy. person who actually lost weight and so he's a very different person physically yeah looking like people some people don't recognize him and he always says to me oh do you 
do you, do you remember what I look like? And I'm like, well, what do you mean? And he says it in a derogatory way. And I don't, I don't, I didn't think about it then. I don't think about it now. I don't, but I have had people say to me, women say to me, and so women can be just as nasty. Yes. Saying, oh, you know, did you like him when he was big? And you're like, what the hell are you talking about? He's my husband. I, I really didn't give it that much yeah. thought. Um, but I think, I, I mean, so it does happen to men and to women. And I've seen a lot of couples, and unfortunately it's mostly men, where the men make comments about the woman's physical appearance mm -hmm. and have said it, and they say it in front of people, which I think is just... So crazy. Just, just no way. Yeah. Don't ever, ever take that. I'm sorry, because, you know, putting on weight is not against the law. Most women do it. You know, obviously women have different body types, but most women during their life, for whatever reason, often often actually related to hormonal things, may shift between 10, 20, 30 pounds of their weight. And it's like, you know, and men can do the same, like give mm -hmm. everyone a break for God's sake. And there's just, there's also like nicer, there's, there's better ways of, of encouraging your partner to maybe eat better, work out, you yeah. know, like maybe if you see them struggling. Yes. You're, don't kick a horse while they're down. Well, yes. You know, like, yes. like maybe, 100%. oh, do you want me to take the kids? Like, do you want to go to like a yoga class? Like yeah. maybe not something like, but like, you know, you have to support that person and 100%. maybe, and obviously they're they're probably feeling like shit about themselves too. 100%. Like you can't be that person being like, you look like shit today, honey. Like, yeah, they probably, yeah. they're not feeling the best anyways. Yeah. You know, maybe take the kids or give the kids to like either grandparents, a friend, a babysitter, yeah. go for a hike or something. There's, there's ways I, that you can I encourage agree. this stuff without being a fucking dick about it. I 100% agree. And an actual fact, that's a very good way of putting it is to like, you know, maybe suggest you exercise together or yeah. you go for a... And, and that is very, very challenging when you have young children. hundred But also, you know, maybe like, don't worry about it. And I, I, I mean, I'm sorry, but, y you know, and s the thing to me is saying nasty things. Because when you say yeah. nasty things to somebody, whether it's about like saying that they're needy or that they're overweight or so-and-so their friend looks better than you you can never take that back you no can never undo that you can never rewind that that argument will come up time and time and time and time again the time you said that the time you said you can't take it back and i so be really 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 careful mm -hmm. i understand that obviously you people change and the other thing is to think we we get older we change we you know, don't be mean for don't fuck's just, sake. Right, like this is someone who you were in love with. This is the goddamn mother of your children. I know, I'm so bloody and mean. Now, yeah. And maybe you should try having babies because it's bloody painful. Yeah, exactly. Try pushing that out of your small little tight pussy. Fuck you. Well, I didn't do that. No, you didn't. But I had a lot of women do. Pulled out like an alien from my stomach, and it does look a bit <sighs> like so that. Fucked up. You know that movie Alien? Yes, I do. It's a bit like that, and you have this nice. Well, actually, my scar's quite small. But anyway, it's far too much detail. It's very that. nice. It's a very small but, scar. Um, it's a battle scar. It, yeah, it is. Yeah. It's bloody painful. And it's like, come on. It's hard having children. And it's hard. I mean, having kids, which I did, have young children, working full time. I did that. It's like, it's very difficult. Yeah. And in my case, with my first child, I, I didn't have any help. And then with, you know, anybody helping like family or, or somebody that I paid, 
I couldn't afford it. And then my second child, I could, and it made all the difference. But things like that, you know, it's, it's, come on. Yeah. Like, just be nice. Priority. Just be nice. Yeah. This be is supposed nice. to be your fucking This is partner. your wife. Yeah. You're meant to love her. She's had your babies. Like, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Thank you, Mel. That's it. That's, That's all perfect. I've got. I love that. That's all I got. Don't be a fucking dick, everyone. Yeah. And if you have a funny divorce story, a sad divorce story, you guys just want to rant to us, we're always here to listen. You can DM us on our Instagram or any other social media platforms. You can email us. Go to our website. You can leave us a voicemail. Talk about it with us. And we will always reply. And your story might be on the podcast with permission. So we just want to, we want to hear from you. We appreciate all these women sending us their stories. So um, yeah, we can't wait to hear from you guys back. And you know, this uh, this is a tough little, this is a tough little topic. Divorce is not easy. It's a tough topic, but I salute all these women for being so strong. Yes, because it's not easy, and they've it's a lot of taken a lot of courage to change their life and realize that something wasn't right. So all power to you. Goddamn power to you, baby. And if you get a divorce, ladies, God, there's so many men in the sea, you know? There are many Go men. get a hot man with a good dick who knows to fuck you. Thank you, Susie. You're as, as always. And Absolutely. you're, and, you know, you're worth it. <laughs> you're goddamn, that pussy, it's worth it. Wow. She, she'd always got to bring it back to that. You gotta bring it back to the puss. <laughs> anyway, so thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, until Catch next time. Next week, guys. We'll see you later. Bye. See ya. Sharing My Truth Pod is so excited to partner with Vibrator.com, where the A in Vibrator is the number eight. This is an extremely exclusive code where no other podcast has it. If you go to Vibrator.com right now, use the code MS15, that's MS15 at Vibrator.com, you can now get 15% off anything in store. That's any sex toys for you, your partner, your neighbor, your mom. We don't judge. We don't care. Get it now. Go to the link in our bio, put in the code, and get jiggy with it. Thanks so much for listening. Please rate and review this podcast and follow us on social at Sharing My Truth Pod and leave us a voicemail on our website, sharingmytruth.com, to share your stories and experiences with us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.